We are I. How many more signs do you need, realistically? How many more signs does the world need? And I say the world, but I really mean the left or like the hard left-leaning, the far left, the woke left. How many more signs do you need that you're progressively getting on the wrong side of history? Now, I say this because of the massive, massive, massive protests from the farmers in France that have just been going hard, hard in the paint. And they've been going hard in the paint with these protests for months and months and months. But these farmers are really taking it to a whole new level. Then you see the same thing in Germany, which I've talked about lots. You see with their farmers and now the rail workers have joined, you know, and you have like all these people, all these organizations that have joined these farmers have just completely shut down the German economy because of the detriment of what's going to happen in the future if they stay on this course. Again, we've talked about in Holland, the Netherlands, how the Dutch farmers, they, they just literally took over their parliament. You know, we've seen what's happened in Argentina with Mille, now Mille going to the WEF and just slamming them and criticizing them for their socialist policies and how this is going to end up. You have a lot of quotes coming out about how Stalin and Stalin's Russia, how he had a war against the farmers and expropriated their land, and nationalized their land because he said Mother Russia could do a better job of feeding the people and the farmers were the enemy. And then millions and millions and millions of Russians died from famine and starvation because of that. And that's where you have the contrasted Dutch farmers, free Dutch farmers, innovative, creative, engineers, the pioneers of advancements in technology and agriculture, a free market. And they're providing for the world the food that we all need to eat. And they're providing the rest of the world with the education, the understanding how to be able to do that farming more efficiently with better quality materials. And that's just real. So on one side of that coin, you have these Dutch farmers that are extremely creative and innovative to make their industry more efficient. And on the other side, you have a totalitarian government that's creating a war on farmers and expropriating their land. One leads to prosperity, one leads to famine and death. And you say, well, Blake, you know, that's just one example of things going bad. You're like, no, no, it's not. Look at Mao's China. Same thing. Created a war on farmers, expropriated land, saying the government can do better. If we nationalize this land, we can do better. We can spread this wealth of food amongst the whole nation. What happened? Massive starvation, famine, death by the millions by the millions. This is what happened. This is what happened was when you have government control over 
farmers and their land and food production. And if you say, hey, no, well, that's just farming. That's just food. It doesn't happen in other sectors. Well, let's not walk down the list. Because it's not just agriculture. It's all sectors. And this is the problem with government regulation and control. But there's too much of it. There's too much government oversight. There's an abuse of power. And governments do not know. Governments are not expert business people where they can run and nationalize a product and it turn out for the good. Because they just, for one, can't handle that kind of wealth. And for two, have it's too disjointed from a free market for it to prevail. And that's the absolute truth. It's like, why do you speak on this? Blake? And it's like, well, because this is what I'm saying. The World Economic Forum has created a war on farmers for like-minded member nations of Klaus Schwab. You see that in Canada, the United States, France, Germany, the Netherlands. You see it. It's happening all over. Why do you think all these farmers are protesting? Why do you think that the farmers in India were protesting years ago before COVID? Because the government was trying to nationalize their land. It's like, haven't we, haven't we learned from history how this doesn't work? Leave farmers alone. Leave them be. I seen a grotesque... <coughs> Sorry, I seen a grotesque article yesterday about how if you have like a small, small agricultural operation, like a family, right, small, not even for commercial purposes, that the carbon footprint is five times higher than commercial operations. And it's like, fuck off, fuck off with your shit. Like, really? Fuck right off and all the way off because you're on the wrong side of history. You're on the wrong side of history like you don't want to believe that Donald Trump is going to win the next U.S. election. You don't want to believe that? Well, he's just already pretty much guaranteed the Republican nomination. He's crushed it in Iowa. He's crushed it in New Hampshire. His next closest running mate is Nikki Haley. You have Republican senators and governors have started this Never Nikki website explaining why if you don't want to vote for Trump, fine, but don't ever vote for Nikki. And the next primary is going to her home state with his South Carolina, where Donald Trump is polling way higher than her in her home own state, her home state. She can't even win and she won't win. And this will be the death of her. Because she'll be so far behind, she'll never catch up. Because that's how popular Donald Trump really actually is in the United States, barring all the fucking insane criticism from the left and the media. And you're like, well, that's only in the States that you have this, this strong person with this seemingly insane message and this poor delivery system. It's just like, well, no. It's the same thing that the West and the left journalists and media said about that nice lady in Italy who's banning lab-grown meat. 
the same person or the same organizations that are criticizing Putin, but he's mandated and, you know, gives off subsidies for organic farms and has banned all the chemicals and their farming practices that we won't even overhear. You know, you have Mele in Argentina, you know, clearing their air quote swamp down there. You have Pierre Polyev going around Canada saying that he's going to do the same thing. You have Bud Light. You have Bud Light pulling on the heels of the UFC wanting to be able to pay for their sponsorship to try to be able to gain that market share back that they lost by going woke and having Dylan Mulvaney on their can. Right? You have Starbucks running from it. We've talked about this. We've talked about all these examples. All these examples of these major companies either distancing themselves from that trans, woke, gay, LBGTQ, everybody's fucking equal bullshit, just saying, I don't want to be involved at all. I'm just going to fucking sell coffee. I just want to sell beer. That's where you're back to. Just sell your fucking product where you should have been anyway and not virtue signaling to a very fucking small minority. Now you realize how small that minority is because of the amount of market share you've lost. And yes, we're all talking to companies like you, Target. Like you, North Face. Because when push comes to shove, everybody's just another Anheuser-Busch that is going to be on the same chalking block. You have Dr. Jordan Peterson traveling around the world, garnering a ton of support. And starting... Another global organization that is exactly the opposite of the World Economic Forum. And having conservative countries and conservative backing all around the EU and Asia, South America, Central America, North America, the whole, all the different continents that you can name. And it's garnering support more and more and more all the time because it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You have here in Canada where the Supreme Court is that I've had a fucking enough because of our federal government, the decision that it came down with, you know, a couple days ago saying that, yes, the government has overstepped and has stomped on the constitutional rights of Canadian citizens. You cannot steal their fucking money. You cannot freeze their bank accounts. You have to let them peacefully protest. These are our rights. And fuck you, there is no sliver of opportunity to weasel your bullshit thought process into those things because it is an all or nothing. Because if you give an inch, you see that the government will take a mile. Hence, look at what our Canadian military, something I've been harping on again lately, running psychological operations on Canadian citizens. That is the inch that takes the mile. They seen the fucking sliver, so they wedged themselves in and they postured a position and they took it. This is what is so dangerous about all the people who want heavy fucking government oversight rules and regulations and a rule for everything. Live your own fucking life. Because with the government, an inch is always a mile. This is the whole point behind this. These companies that have gone woke and supported these woke messages that have lost billions of dollars, tens of billions of dollars in market share, they're the same thing. They tried, they seen a crack, they wedged themselves in, they tried to be able to fucking 
push and separate those two groups apart. The thing is, the whole system fucking collapsed on them. That's the reason why they lost the market share. Because they realized that it wasn't a crack divided down the center. It was a crack divided heavily distorted to the left. Which means that the people who are on the left side of that crack was actually a very small minority. And the people on the right side of that crack it was an overwhelming force. And that's where we're at today. And you're seeing people progressively be on the wrong side of history all the time. This is why Pierre Polyev is trending higher in the polls than the Liberals, the NDP, and the Bloc combined. Combined. This is why. This is why Trump is polling so high and is going to annihilate Biden in the election. This is why Miele won. This is why Danielle Smith is so popular in Alberta. This is the reason why Scott Moe has a fucking backbone for Saskatchewan. This is the reason why the Dutch farmers just took over Parliament. This is the reason why the French farmers are coating their Parliament buildings in literal shit. And the same thing with the Dutch or the German farmers and the German rail workers and other organizations that have joined them to shut down their country because they've had enough. The people have had enough. And you can sit there and you can kick and scream with your fucking mask on in your car when you're driving down the road by yourself. You can kick and scream why you need the fucking tit of big government to suck on to live your fucking life. Because you know what? There's a lot of people who don't. A lot of people. And if you are so blind and so entrenched with the mainstream media message and the left wokey message and the liberal and the Democrat message that you can't see that you're floating down a river and you look off into the horizon and you're like, this river goes on forever. And then it pans back. The drone pans back. And you see that you're floating closer and closer and closer to a waterfall with just a ton of rocks at the bottom that that water is smashing into. And you're on your raft with your like-minded people. And you're starting to think like, where's everybody else? But you're so fucking blind. You can't see that you and your team, air quotes team, are on that raft by yourself floating down the river and there's less and less and less other rafts and boats around you. You start to see the turbulence of the water coming on that horizon. And you're still so fucking stupid. You can't see that you're about to fall off that cliff or fall over that waterfall. Then you realize when you're there that you're panicking and you're kicking and screaming. And you're like, no, 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 no. I don't deserve this. It's like, you know what? Ignorance is bliss. <laughs>